0: Casting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio, hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for June 1st in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our Founding Fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution, the United States of America. That is our guide, and we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips as you know we reject revolution we stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth welcome to the broadcast hope you had an absolutely delightful elongated memorial day weekend i know i did yesterday first hour we had on our buddy Lowell nelson campaign for liberty.org ron paul institute.org doing a phenomenal job as always we are live and wish you all a happy memorial day we shouted out yesterday at the start of the broadcast political leadership school in utah coming up july 31st get registered today at the early bird price the cost is just 40 dollars. that includes lunch it'll be july 31st we'll talk about this more in detail with Lol nelson as it comes up we also talked about fauci lied to us fire fauci and in the mandates we talked about a couple of petitions to that effect Amen to that. We got to also file a petition to push to prosecute these people for lying to us and being dishonest and changing literally the very affairs and makeup of the economic reality for most Americans. Greetings from, quote, New Normal Germany. C.J. Hopkins writes the piece talking about hey, you know what? It's uh, scary. Germany's spiraling into the same reality check of tyranny that they spiraled into during World War II. And uh, sadly, we, the people in America, are starting to experience very similar, tyrannical muscle flexing, is that what you call it, by bureaucrats and swamp monsters? We also talked about the CIA promoting disinformation campaigns. Yeah, disinformation operations come home to the U.S. rights. Peter Van Buren, great article there as well. We also talked about, quote, Leon Panetta, the director of the CIA from 2009 to 2011 explained bluntly that its CIA did influence media and foreign media outlets ahead of elections in an effort to change attitudes within the country. The CIA and the media together peddling propaganda. Believe it or not, the CIA has been running such disinformation campaigns and ops to influence elections, they've been doing it since World War two. Richard Dissel, I think is how you say his name, who ran the agency during the Cold War, wrote in detail about such exercises controlling the newspapers, radio, etc, for what? Engineering engineering the outcome of an election. Yeah, through Operation Mockingbird, the CIA ran over 400 American journalists as direct assets. I'm telling you right now, this is just criminal, folks. Millions of face masks officially declared dangerous, writes John Rappaport. Do not wear a mask. Do not get the COVID-19 experimental gene therapy shot. That injection is a bioweapon. That was hour one with Lowell Nelson, CampaignForLiberty.org. Hour two, we had on the good doctor, Dr. Scott Bradley, to preserve the nation, his collegiate, series, and lifelong goal, his website, freedomsrisingsun.com. And we talked about uh, a Memorial Day message from Tim Wildman of the American Family Association. The commitment, the courage, and the sacrifice of those who gave their lives to secure freedom for their fellow citizens should never be taken for granted. For too many, and he says then the upcoming Memorial Day, which was yesterday, weekend, will signify little more than the beginning of summer, a day off work, a little bit of a cookout, etc. But we need to make sure, according to the American Family Association Action Network, AFA.net, we better make sure that it means more to us than that. Sadly. Honoring fallen heroes is not commonplace any longer. Unless future generations are taught that their freedom was purchased at a great price, the true meaning of Memorial Day itself may become nothing more than a memory. May God continue to bless America on behalf of those who gave their lives for her. Amen to that great message Uh, From Tim Wildman, AFA, Dr. Scott Bradley historically puts things into relevance for us. And we really wrap up that hour by talking about, please take time with family and friends and loved ones this Memorial Day extended weekend to reflect on the cost of freedom and our responsibility to defend and promote it. Amen to that. We also talked about the article or the uh, yeah article or it was a talk back in the day by Spencer W. Kimball called The False Gods We Worship to put things in perspective. Sadly, we have become a warlike people, ladies and gentlemen. Please reject all unjust war. Pray for peace around the world. Do your part. Work hard and pray that we may prosper. I don't mean just prospering in money. I mean prospering in spirituality as well. Anyway, hope you had a delightful Memorial Day. Without further ado, news that I refuse to use today starts now. Kurt Cosby with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Buenos
2: dias. Uh, Greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. Thank
1: you, sir. Kurt's website, localhoneyman.com. If you want raw honey delivered directly to your door, the answer is localhoneyman.com. Now, Kurt, you sent me an article that we talked about a little bit before, uh, me and Richard Mack, on a Saturday. But I want to highlight this article more because you have a lot more details than we had at the time. Uh, California Church wins again. And uh, Newsom ordered to cough up $1.3 million for shutting down worship. The article written by Randy DeSoto, Patriot Project over there, doing a great job highlighting this. Um, This is a big, big, big story because for over a year, California Governor Gavin Newsom and some of the other governors of the nation have really locked down churches way harder than any other venue. Bars, strip clubs, no problem. Churches shut them right on down. And if they try to do anything, even socially distance, meet, etc., just give them the, the hostile treatment. Uh, that's now changing. Interestingly enough, the leader of this church in Pasadena, California, is named, I think it's Mr. Hahn. Uh, is his name and he's uh, an immigrant to the United States he's started churches all over the world Uh, the guys a a real faith-based leader Uh, and sadly in America he's suffering some of the greatest persecution of his whole pastoral ministry Kurt
2: well it's a great point Sam and you've got the numbers uh, right you got the things right 1.35 million uh, to be awarded uh, they say uh, the government, uh, the governor can't place lockdown rules on houses of worship as part of the uh, settlement. Uh, that's part of the whole deal. This uh, guy, Reverend On, Ahn, kind of interesting last name that I've never seen, but anyways, founder of this Harvest Rock Church of Pasadena, and he said he was uh, thrilled to see the complete reversal of the last discriminatory. Restrictions. Uh, they say it's the latest blow. I'm just reading from the uh, Mail Online piece of the story there, which is uh, basically a news piece across the uh, ocean. Uh, you know, so many times you got to go somewhere far away to get the facts. But it says, uh, latest blow for Newsom, who faces recall vote in the fall amid resentment at his brutal lockdown rules. But anyway, uh, they say they can no longer place lockdown rules on houses of worship. That's part of this settlement. Uh, It's according to the local paper that's called Pasadena Now. Uh, It's the latest blow they say in this whole thing. Uh, You know, even including his uh, the governor's visit to a luxury restaurant at the height of the crisis. Uh, Anyway, the reverend there, founder of this church was thrilled about all this stuff. I mean, it shows some of the pictures and cool stuff. Uh, You know, he he wanted, uh, Newsom had ordered all churches to close in March last year during the first lockdown. And like you said, uh, so many of the other things, uh, including uh, marijuana places or whatever, all those could be fine to be opened, but just not, uh, you know, churches. I mean, it's pretty amazing, isn't it, Sam? Well, it just goes to show, and we have
1: mentioned this on the broadcast forever, Kurt. I know it seems dire in America, and I know it seems like we're losing at every turn. But when good people stand up, Kurt, good things happen. And this immigrant, this uh, leader, Mr. On, uh, this pastor, is standing up, and he knows what it's like in other countries for religious um, hostility and abuse and everything else. And So, you know, this guy stands up because he's like, I came to America because I believe in the religious freedom that America talks about. And I can't let this happen in my new country. See, this, in my opinion, this guy's a hero. This guy should be talked about from sea to shining, sea, sir. Not only is he involved in his, um, what is it called? Something Rock Ministries or whatever?
2: Yeah, it's called Harvest Rock Harvest. Church. And, uh, yeah, so Harvest Rock
1: Church, Kurt, is it, in mm-hmm. addition, it's a worldwide organization. He started, I think, what's called Harvest Rock Ministries, which is a worldwide organization. Um, carrying out of his church ministry. Let's let's come back and talk about this guy cuz in my opinion, we just need a, a million of these guys, you know. The guys like Mr. On who understand liberty, who understand God. Anyway, it's really hang tight. We want to talk about this on your radio. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live.
3: when countries ruin their currency.
4: Rapid City, South Dakota. Gateway to the historic monument at Mount Rushmore, blue skies, open country, a friendly and healthy population, and Red Pill Expo 2021, June 5th and 6th at the Monument Convention Center in Rapid City, South Dakota. Can't make it to Rapid City? Not a problem. The expo will be live streamed and archived should you miss any of it. Red Pill Expo is the major public event of Red Pill University. The mission of the expo and the university is to bring together world class experts to set the record straight on on fake narratives, fake history, and fake news at each and every Red Pill Expo. Truth seekers unite to get a better understanding of how the world really works, a world where collectivism reigns. It's time for individualism and an open mind. Mark your calendars and make your plans now to attend Red Pill Expo 2021. Get more details and register today at redpillexpo.org.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Kirk Crosby on your radio, talking about this pastor in California, Mr. Hahn. Anyway, it's like Harvest Ministries Church, Rock Church or whatever, in Pasadena, California. He wins. Governor Gavin Newsom has to give him $1.35 million for abusing his right to freedom of worship. Amen to that. Freedom of assembly as well, in my opinion. Uh, but Mr. On doing a great job. He's been around the world, Kurt, making a difference as well. This guy started, um, what they, uh, founded, or whatever you want to call it, planted is the term they use in the Christian ministries, a lot of churches. This guy's, a, in my opinion, a hero, Kurt.
2: Well, I couldn't agree more, Sam, and, uh, you know, one of our buddies is smack dab in the middle of this, uh, which doesn't surprise me a lot, but our buddy Matt Staver uh, from the, uh, well, he's founder of Liberty Council. They call it, uh, in the Washington Examiner piece, they call it a non-profit law firm that, by the way, representative representative this plaintiff, uh, Harvest Rock Church, and uh, Matt had this to say: He said he's the worst governor in America. Talking about Newsom, <laughs> it's nice to have to be the best at something, I guess. Yeah, and uh, it's hard anyway. for me to
1: agree if this guy's the worst or if that other whacked out governor from Michigan—what's her name?
2: Yeah, you got Whitmer and Cuomo. Yeah, uh, I don't know if Whitmer, Cuomo, or this guy—it's a know, race like. to the bottom, Kurt. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Matt Staver goes on to say the uh, church stayed open during the lockdown and the pastor and parishioners were threatened with daily criminal charges that were up to a year in prison. I mean, imagine that. This guy was gutsy enough to just stay open and, uh, you know, they were threatened for, you know to go to prison for going to church, you know. And they say, uh, according to the Washington Examiner piece, this is the nation's first statewide permanent injunction against COVID-19 restrictions on churches and places of worship. Newsom is facing, well, we talked about him facing his recall, um, but he's got a kind of an ace up his sleeve there because he's going to hand out a bunch of government cash to voters just before that, right? hoping to buy his votes. Uh, by the way, this lockdown in California started March 19th, over a year ago, uh, and it allowed only, they say, essential businesses to remain open, you know, like your strip joints, etc. Churches were not included on this list, you know, they just weren't, in, you know, Uh, essential. Newsome allowed, by the way, on May 26th, that would have been, what, more than two months later, churches to open at 25% capacity, but with less than 100 people. Uh, This was pulled back, they say, during the summer with an additional lockdown that lasted until April 8, 2021, you know, a little over a month ago. Uh, For most Californians, the state had enacted a color-coded tier system. Kind of like, you know, you get the burn deal from the Forest Service that tells you how, you know, dangerous is to go into the forest, same way with churches, I guess. Uh, this color-coded tear system that allowed limited societal openings that were imp- almost impossible to meet. Uh, the uh, Washington Examiner piece says, Along the way, Newsom also imposed restrictions on singing, outdoor churches, and Bible studies now yeah, they say the restrictions were only lifted when a series of reprimands came down from the supreme court but harvest rock saw itself as an essential business and has stayed fully open since May 31, 2020. The ministry also has Southern California satellite churches in downtown Los Angeles. I didn't know satellites could go to church, but anyway. Uh, Santa Ana and Corona. Governor Newsom's COVID restrictions. Everybody and everything should go to church, Kurt. Yeah, that's right. Good point. Uh, Matt Staver says, uh, Governor Newsom's COVID restrictions intentionally discriminated against churches while While providing preferential treatment to many secular businesses and gatherings, Uh, Matt Staver went on to say, what's important is this ruling is permanent. He cannot ever do this again. I will simply say this to Matt, that I wish that were the case. But as far as I can tell, freedom and liberty, you got to keep fighting for it every day. And Matt Staver, I'm sure, knows that better than anybody. Uh, but anyway, uh, good news out of California, hey, Matt, which is kind of unusual, Sam. You know? What he's kind of referring to, Kurt, is according to the law yeah. and according
1: to Case precedent, you can never do it again. And what Matt's hoping is that we, the people, uphold the law and uphold proper case precedent uh, in this case. And so I hope Matt's right, but I agree with you that, hey, you know, liberty is fleeting to those who don't speak out and stand up for it, right? Exactly, Sam. Good That's word. something we have to really keep kind of in mind and uh, focused on. Did you hear about the Atheist Society official, Kurt?
2: Yeah, somebody got religion and decided to leave the atheists, right? That, that is the, correct. Sir? Basically, the story. Yeah.
1: I guess so, the name is Seth Mahiga. I think is that's how you say his name. Yeah. Anyway, so no, Seth no, no, is with the Atheist not. Society, and I guess after he what? resigned after he found yeah.
2: Jesus. Kurt. Oh, doggone it. I kind of like that, that. Sure, messes up the program, doesn't it? You know, saying. Well, not really. <laughs> Bob uh, Unra says this is one heck of a PR announcement. <laughs> Uh, Amen <laughs> to that. But look, folks, Yeah, uh, you know, here's what's
1: interesting to me. You hear about it from Bob and, and others. You don't hear much about it for the mainstream press, Kurt.
3: But yes, if somebody were to on.
1: leave Christianity like a big, let's say Mr. On left yeah. Christianity, I'm not suggesting that's going to happen. I'm just trying to give another no. example. that would be equally weighted, if you will. And right. uh, Mr. Hans, like, oh, yeah, we're going to bag, you know, Jesus
2: I'm yeah. an atheist now. I'm telling you right now, it would be top billing news. There'd be coverage. Yeah, good point. I guess this guy's part of the atheists in Kenya. I didn't even know there was one of those, but anyway, it's an organization, and they say, uh, "Corbin, let me to tell World you this: the there's daily... atheists everywhere, my friend." Very good. <laughs> and, uh, and it's a sad tale to Fox tell, but every
1: here. one of them, I would just say, "Hey, consider yourself like this this Seth guy, and you know what? Have an open, mind and heart, and I believe that." You can learn about Jesus Christ also, Kurt. Amen. I'd that. say that to all yeah. of them, you know?
2: Yeah, they say uh, they're, this group is getting a new secretary after the former officer resigned because, like you said, quote, he has found Jesus Christ and is no longer interested in promoting atheism in Kenya. <laughs> that is cool news, huh, Sam? And what I want to know, Sam, is do you think that's going to be on, like, Dan Bongino or Buck Sexton or Sean Hannity or Glenn Beck. I mean, do you think maybe Glenn will hit that? But, you know, so many times they just don't have time for a story like this, do they? They just can't seem to fit it in there,
1: you know? No, and the New York Times or anybody else isn't going to cover it. And that's kind of my point is it would be mainstream if it was the other direction. I mean, if James... um, Exactly. Oh, what's his name? Colorado James... uh, Dobson. Yeah, sorry, Dobson. If he all of a sudden went to, like, the, you know, oh, yeah. non-believer side or something like that, you know, instantly it would be, like, huge news everywhere, right? <laughs> You're exactly right. And I think it's just a sad tale. but I, and, I, and I'm not really, you know, happy that their organization is struggling or whatever. No. I mean, I'm not here to, to down them or whatever. I know people can worship and believe as they think best, and I'm a supporter of that. But when people find Jesus and find the plan of salvation and find the principles of repentance and faith and hope, and it, just, it just brings me happiness, Kurt. That's all. I guess because they're following the plan of happiness. That's why. But it brings Imagine me peace, that. too, Kurt.
2: Yeah. Amen to that.
1: Good so, stuff. In other words, I'm not wishing demise, even though I don't agree with your organization. But I am wishing yeah. for success for everyone, individuals, families, everybody. All right, I got another fantastic news for you. Headline says, in major shift, China will now let couples have three kids. The government is trying to counter an aging population problem. So, Kurt, you know back in 1980 or whatever, they kicked in the one-child policy. They started murdering all the kids beyond that. And to me, it was a horrific, horrific um, genocide in, in China. Primarily, the girls were targeted, Murdered all the girls. I mean, it's just, it just makes you sick to even talk about. It. Nevertheless, yeah. then they kind of came to their senses a little bit in 2016 and said, hey, we're going to let you have two kids now. And now right. they're realizing that, man, the population is shrinking so quickly and everybody's you know, growing up and there's like no girls for the boys to marry and stuff like that, Kurt, to where now they don't know what to do, but they're saying you can have three children now in an effort to reserve, reverse Uh, The communist trend, Kurt.
2: Imagine that. You know, you mess around with a deal like that and it causes problems. Hmm.
1: Wow. I want to come back and talk about the solution. I'm not really saying good on China. I agree it's a little better than it was, but it's really hard for me to praise the communists. But I get it. We'll talk about it in seconds. This is Liberty Roundtable Live.
0: Claiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
5: USA Radio News with Lance Pride.
6: Peru officials revised the country's COVID 19 death toll Monday from just over 69,000 to over 180,000 after a review. Almost tripling of the official number means Peru has the worst pandemic death rate per capita, according to John Hopkins University data. Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott vowed Monday to stop funding for the state legislature in response to House Democrats walking out to block Republicans' voting integrity bill. Abbott had voted to sign the bill into law, but Democrats prevented it from passing with Sunday night's walkout before a midnight voting deadline. A Los Angeles Police Department airplane made an emergency landing on a busy California highway Monday without crashing or causing any injuries. A CHP dispatcher said the plane touched down shortly before 7 p.m. Pacific on U.S. 101, about 35 miles north of Los Angeles, California. This is USA Radio
5: News. Recently, Facebook announced its ban on former President Trump, but promised to review the ban in six months. Now, Newsmax wants to know if you think Trump should be back on Facebook. Vote in Newsmax's national poll and let us know your opinion. Just text the word NORTH to 39747. That's NORTH to 39747. It takes just seconds. Make your voice heard. We'll share poll results with the 30 million people who watch Newsmax TV. Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. It's already the fourth largest cable news channel in America, with great recent guests like Donald Trump, Mike Huckabee, Franklin Graham, John Voight, Alan Dershowitz, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Mike Pompeo, and so many more. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If your cable company doesn't carry Newsmax, call them. Tell them you want Newsmax or you can switch. So vote now in the Newsmax poll on Facebook's Trump ban. Just text NORTH to 39747. Let Newsmax and America know your opinion.
6: President Biden's crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border continues to be called out by those that had the border secure less than a year ago. Tim Berg from the Phoenix, USA, Radio News Bureau reports.
2: Former President Donald Trump is accusing President Biden of destroying the United States with his administration's failed border policies. Chad Wolf, who served as acting Secretary of Homeland Security under former President Trump, agrees with his former boss.
7: The administration are trying to take a victory lap at the moment, talking about how they're moving migrants, mainly minors, from one government facility to another government facility and saying we've solved the, price, the, the problem and the crisis. And that's anything, uh, they have done anything but that. Um, solving the crisis is actually trying to stop the illegal behavior.
6: In his first weeks in office, President Biden issued 16 executive actions that have led to the humanitarian crisis at the border. Star of The Love Boat, McHale's Navy, and The Mary Tyler Moore Show, Gavin McLeod died early Saturday at the age of 90 in Palm Desert, California. This is USA Radio News.
1: All right, back with you live, Sam Bushman, Kurt Cosby on your radio. Yeah, major shift. China will allow three kids. Government's trying to counter an aging population problem. I don't think they're really doing it for the reasons that you and I would do it, Kurt, which is we believe in God Almighty, and he has given us, his children, procreative power to partner with God to bring his children to the earth. Uh, And so... You know, I I don't believe they believe that. So that's why they want to have more kids. They just see a man-made crisis on their hands that they're now trying to compensate for. So I'm glad that we're going to murder less babies. That's great. But I'm also concerned that, you know, the communist view, if you read the communist manifesto, Kurt, is that we just raise babies to the government. It's not a matter of a husband and wife relationship. It's merely a sexual intercourse to create babies for government. If you study and read the communist uh, viewpoints, that's kind of what it's about. So I'm not exactly delighted about the whole viewpoint they have, but I am grateful that less children will be dying. And, you know, hopefully those folks can advocate for more and more freedom in their land also, Kurt.
2: Well, I couldn't agree more, Sam. And I'm looking at the uh, CNBC.com piece about it. Uh, They say it was just announced um, that each couple would be permitted to have up to, up to three children, uh, And, I mean, imagine the guy going around having to be the, you know, the uh, law keeper there or whatever. Uh, They say this is a major policy shift from the existing limit of two children uh, after this recent data showed a dramatic decline in births in the world's most populous country. They say the change was approved during a Politburo meeting chaired by President Xi Jinping. The uh, official news agency, Xinhua, reported. So that's sort of like their, uh, the AP over here, you know. Uh, in 2016, China scrapped its decades-old one-child policy. So they used to have the one-child. That was in 2016. They scrapped that, maybe. Uh, and they whipped it to a two-child thing. And uh, they say it failed to result in a sustained surge in births as the high cost of raising children in Chinese cities deterred many couples from starting families. And uh, anyway, they say this uh, once-in-a-decade census that they do showed that the population grew at its slowest rate during the last decade since the 1950s. Hmm, Quite a wise... 60 something years ago uh, with data showing a fertility rate of 1.3 children per woman for uh, 2020 alone. They say on par with aging societies like Japan and Italy. So there you go. Uh, It's one way to free up some land though, huh, Sam?
1: Yeah. Now in China, they say a lot of the couples are kind of believing that they can't really raise a child. It's just too expensive. Uh, And the communists are promising to address that as well, Kurt. You know, again, when you back into this out-of-control taxation plan or these, I don't know what you call it, fees or regulatory whatever, you know, they've got to get government out of the way. We've got to tie our money to honest value, gold and silver. We've got to do the, the same things happening in America, Kurt. You know, it's not to the point where you can't raise a child, really, but it's expensive. Uh, but it is to the point where, for example, where I live right now, home prices have just skyrocketed. And at first glance, all the people that own homes are like, this is awesome. My house is worth a ton of money. But my response yeah. is, if you don't sell it, what, ma- what does it matter if it's worth a lot of money or not, first of all? Secondly, though, if it's worth a lot of money, it might be great for you if you own a home. But what about your children that can't buy homes? And so now my children could are all leaving because they can't afford to live near me. So they're all trying to go other places that are less expensive. Uh, And so we're seeing the kind of same thing here in America, too, where taxation and regulation and federal government control of land and everything else has become a a, I don't know what you call it. All factors lead to a crisis. Uh, You've got really literally a housing crisis going on uh, in many ways where homes are just so expensive. Even if you can get one, it takes a significant amount of your income. And it's not very likely that you'll be able to uh, get out of debt any (laughs) time soon, Kurt. Well, that's a great point sam one.
2: well you're exactly right and uh you know we yeah, you know we, er, some people welcome this uh well especially if you're a real estate agent you know uh selling making you know bucks on all the homes that are for sale but you know like for example in our case uh we've been looking to try to find uh a larger, um, you could say, venue, if you will, uh, you know, as our family is, pretty large, especially yeah. when we get together. I always feel like we need one of those houses where it's sort of like those uh, motor homes where, you know, you can push the button and the walls go, woo. Out Like that, you know, um, I mean, that's really what we need when everybody comes to visit. But you know, as far as I know, they don't have houses like that. And uh, so you what we you want- really need, you need a huge campsite that you develop and build <laughs> that you can all go to
1: and people can have tents or trailers or whatever they need scattered around as far as the eye can see.
2: Well, that's that's one solution. Uh, the other one I've been working on that I, you know, I thought, "Hey man, I found almost the ideal operation, you know. The house would be a little bit oh, what would you say, a little bit more money than the current one we live in, but it has three kitchens and uh, so I thought, "Hey man, this is ideal. Then we could have, uh, you know, two apartments in it and uh, then our you know living space with hopefully a nice big room to fit you know at least the current size about 50 people of us all together in there but uh so far uh the sad thing is sam the guy that wants or wanted to sell it was planning to rebuild you know something else himself and then he's looking at it going well yeah but i can't really afford to do that because I can't get materials and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that pretty much puts that kind of thing on the hold, if you will. You You want to know why don't you, Kurt? Well, it's because of the booming economy, Sam.
1: It's because of the cocoa, because of the COVID, my friend. You see, lumber is quintupled in price because of the COVID.
2: Yeah, but you can tell them really the main reason for that is what. Oh, that's right.
1: Well, the fact that we have fake money and inflation is getting out of control. That's what's going on.
2: Good point. And, you know, and then the other, you know, at least a big part of the package or picture is that the government uh, in their beloved, uh, you know, uh, largesse uh, decided to, yeah, decided to hand out free money to people uh, so that they basically make more money not working. So then. You know, the guys who would have been creating those products that this guy might need to, you know, like build a house, well, hey, they're staying home just collecting their government check, trying to buy stuff. And so then any any items that are still available, the price of those keep going up and up and up. That's called inflation, by the way. Um, and, you know, those items that are getting harder and harder to get, you know, to be found simply because there's no workers making them. Hey, uh, you know, it's you kind of have a problem when you do that. But right? the good
1: part is if you do the camping like I'm telling you about, you can get a tent yeah. and people can do that, you know. You can still good do that point. in the economy. See, I think they're trying to drive us all into homelessness personally.
2: Well, and you know it's kind of a, the end thing isn't it Sam i mean homeless homeless i mean at least yeah i mean uh, uh or to live Dick, in yeah your if you car haven't declared bankruptcy, bankruptcy once I mean, if you haven't
1: been homeless once or twice, you, you <laughs> haven't lived yet, buddy. <laughs> Well, there you go. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, kind of like tale. that old it's movie, one of your one of your old time favorites. Uh, what's it called? Uh, anyway, the ultimate gift. Yeah. The, the guy. Yeah, that's right. The guy Rich says dude hey, loses man, dude. everything
1: in homeless, fighting with a homeless guy over hey my bench. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's right. It's like if you haven't started at the bottom, you know, started all over, you just never had. Lived or something like that is what he's yeah, trying to do. It
1: does let you, you know so. what is important though, and I agree with Kurt yeah. for sure that you know, whatever your solution is, gathering your loved ones around you is vitally uh important huh. no matter how you do it. Even if you have three kids in China, be grateful for all three of them. You know what I'm saying? good Now point. this guy's transportation secretary, what do they call this guy? Keep butted butted budding judge. Or, yeah. Buddha judge or whatever that. it is. I don't know, booty judge, I don't know what the deal. But this guy said on Sunday, Kurt that continued mask requirements for public transportation was more a respect discussion than a science discussion. <laughs> now, let me stop you there for a minute. Haven't we been yeah. told that it's a science deal for over a year? And how dare you challenge the science, Kurt? And now we find out it's not a science deal at all. To him, it's a respect deal.
2: What a surprise, Sam. I mean, we, we never thought uh, that they would change. I mean, because the government always tells you the facts. I mean, the facts now, are facts, of course.
1: I got a, a question for Booty G or whatever his name is Booty Judge yeah. or whatever he is. All right? Yeah. This guy, if you want to respect, <clears throat> rather than respect un, uh, your opinions on masks, maybe you ought to respect agency, Kurt.
2: Ooh, imagine that, Sam.
1: Okay, because I understand if he wants to wear masks, I mean, he can wear 50 of them for all I care. (laughs) Okay, but I don't want to wear one, and I think he needs to respect me and my choice and my belief. If it's not based on science, then I say the science is with me as much as it's against me, if you will. And if we're going to have respect, why don't we talk about mutual respect? Why don't we agree to disagree and just have civility? But you guys have been pushing your lack of science agenda for over a year now. And we're done, okay, we're not gonna take it anymore. I'm Sam, he's Kurt, you're you. Quick pause, this is Liberty Roundtable Live.
7: You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. The solution to so many of our problems, at all times and in all places, is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids.
1: Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Kirk Crosby, talking about this Pete Buttigieg guy, whacked out transportation secretary, uh, said that continuing mass requirements are uh, really about respect, not so much about science. Well, you lied to us for over a year, y'all, about it being science, and every time we said it wasn't science, you lied further and attacked us personally, saying we're peddling propaganda, we're into fake news. Uh, we're spewing disinformation. You better shut us down, da 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 And now you tell me that it's about respect, not about the science? Wow. It's about respect rather than science, he now says. I would say, why don't you respect my agency, my ability to assess things for myself, my ability to choose as I think best. I think that would be the ultimate in respect, wouldn't it, Kurt, to agree to disagree agreeably, to be kind and, and understand and say, hey, if you want to wear 25 masks, by all means, Pete, go ahead. For me, I'm not going to wear a mask. And if you've been vaccinated, buddy, uh, then you're all safe. And if you have 25 masks, um, you know what? My toxins won't affect you at all, buddy. And if you really don't like it, you don't have to participate in society with any of us great unwashed, unmasked, um, unvaccinated ne'er-do-wells, do do you? So, Kurt, to me, ultimate respect would be respecting one's agency and telling the truth about the narrative. The truth is it's not scientific. It has not been from the start. There's mixed studies on this till the cows come home. And even if you accept that masks are effective, it all has to do with the protocols of how you wear them. So if you have a medical setting where people understand all the protocols and, and they understand and they're very meticulous about the details, then they may work. But when you have people whipping their masks down to laugh or, you know, taking their mask off and putting it back on and walk into a store, take off the mat or put on the mask, leave, throw it in your console of your car, grab the same mask tomorrow, put it on, walk through really quick or whatever. There's no science behind that, Kurt. In fact, it's probably more dangerous and more infectious than not wearing them at all. And anybody with any grain of salt in, of truth uh, in their message will tell you that what I'm saying is correct. Americans wearing loose-fitting masks and making their own masks and doing all these things. It's been a big political theater from the very get-go. Uh, and so, Pete, let's talk about respect a little bit and have respect for agency. And most importantly, have respect for the truth the narrative that tells the truth. Uh, anyway, I find this quite interesting, Kurt, that well over a year after now, Pete literally comes out blatantly and says, it's about respect, not about the science. Amazing, Kurt.
2: Well, and Sam, uh, speaking of science, uh, the headline from daily has got a headline that uh, says, uh, COVID deaths plunge after major. World City introduces ivermectin. Uh, sub-headline, Authority. Hey, wait, hey, wait a treatment. minute. I've been talking yeah. about
1: ivermectin. Jim, uh, or my buddy Tim Starks is the one that first talked about to me about ivermectin. Then I read the Pierre Corey, uh, or um, well, I watched his testifying before Congress and everything else. This is super clear. Go ahead, sir.
2: Well, you're exactly right. It's been around for a long time, but finally it's, you know, maybe seeing the light of day. And this is, uh, they say the sub headline from Art Moore there at Daily says, Authorities create home treatment kit for 22 million strong population. You might ask, where is this? Uh, Well, it's Mexico City. Yeah, uh, they's got a, they've got a citywide initiative there to prescribe ivermectin to COVID-19 patients. And they say it resulted in a plunge in hospitalizations and deaths. Uh, that's according to two studies. Uh, hospitalizations were down by as much as 76%. According to research by the Mexican Digital Agency for Public Innovation, that's Mexico's uh, Ministry of Health and Mexican Social Security Institute, uh, said, that's according to trial site news report that's highlighted by LifeSite News. You know, Sam, what you want to ask yourself a simple question is, uh, what about all these places in America where they said you couldn't use that kind of thing, like New York or whatever. And, uh, you know, how many people could have been saved? Uh, they say in the uh, piece earlier this month, as World Net Daily reported, a significant decrease in cases in India coincided with the National Health Ministry's promotion of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine treatments in Mexico City after they had a spike in cases the city's ministry of health created a home treatment kit for residents population of the city's 22 million yep so anyway i don't think you're going to see too much coverage of this by the what, the Associated Press, et cetera, and yet, Sam, the uh, facts are there if people are willing to see them. I guess there's one restaurant, Sam, where you, uh, you know, if you think you want to just walk in there with a mask, uh, you can order with a mask, but they charge you extra, <laughs> The headline from uh, Jack Davis of the Western Journal says cafe charges customers five bucks if they wear a mask to order. It's a California cafe, maybe right next door to that church. You know, Sam, I don't know where it is. But anyway, uh, they say uh, this place is called Fiddlehead's. And the owner there, Chris Castleman, said, uh, according to NBC, It's about time that the proponents of these ineffective government measures start paying for the collateral damage they have collectively caused. The government shut everything down, he said. Everyone wearing a mask is complicit. (laughs) The sign in the window of his business in the Los Angeles County city of Covina makes it clear to all who enter that Castleman is playing by his own rules quote, $5 fee added to orders placed while wearing a face mask, end quote. That's a sign that reads there a touch of uh, defiance given that California still requires even vaccinated people to wear a mask indoors in public. According to Fox News, uh, that's an additional $5 fee will be added if you're caught bragging about your vaccine. (laughs) Proceeds will be donated to local charities assisting domestic abuse victims. Anyway, they say the sign has cost him some business. And I would simply say, "Eh, I don't know about that. Uh, Because it says, uh, uh, well, they say some people are really upset by it. You can see outside they were about to come in and they see the sign and they turn away. Uh, But I will say this, I don't see this in the story you know, it's kind of like me, uh, Sam, when I'm out selling honey. I got those big flags waving that say stop the steal and, you know, a bunch of American flags and stuff like that. Now I've got some new signs that say Trump won, Democrats cheated, you know. And <laughs> so occasionally I get some people that are like, hey, man, I was going to buy something from you. In fact, I was going to tell you about that because I had one guy leave me a message about it. He's, he said... Uh, something like, uh, I guess I could play it for you, but he basically said, hey, man, I was really wanting to buy honey from you, but I was going by and noticed uh, you had those stop the steal signs and stuff like that. You know, and the uh, election wasn't stolen, and here's my, you know, I mean, all that. Yeah, again, are we going
1: to debate about this till the cows come home, or can we just get to the truth? Why do you people that claim there was no vote fraud, why do you then, you know, let an insurrection happen at the Capitol and then just blame it on Donald, and then the truth comes out. It's completely different than you were told. In fact, you guys even lied in the House when you impeached Donald on a bunch of points, got caught lying. Mainstream press partnered with you in the lies. And then, of course, after the fiasco on January the 6th, we don't really vet the elections like we were supposed to. We just simply rubber stamp it. And then you guys tell me that there's nothing there? What evidence do you have there's nothing there? We've got plenty of evidence that there is, including the courts refusing to even look into it. The Congress refusing to even look into it. Who will look into this and get to the bottom of the truth? See, that's the real problem we have, Kurt, is that the swamp has such control they can just peddle their lies. Are these the same people that told you wearing masks was science for a year? And now they admit they're Pete Buttigieg? Buttigieg that, hey, it's, it, it's not about, uh, you know, science at all. It's just about respect. Is it going to be Fauci who lied to you and told you that there's no theater when Rand Paul questions him, and then later, two months later, he says, yeah, it's kind of theater. I guess you're right, because there is no science. Okay, Is that kind of people? Are, is this the people that tell you that vaccines are vaccines when they're really not vaccines at all? Are these the people that tell you they're safe and effective when they admit they don't know how safe or effective they really are? These kind of people? Are these the kind of people that are telling you that the CDC is now investigating heart trouble tied to the vaccines? These guys? I mean, Really? These guys from the National Vaccine Information Center, it literally says CDC is investigating now. Ready? National Vaccine Information Center. CDC investigating cases of heart inflammation after COVID-19 vaccination. These guys that told you they were safe and effective, well, if you get a heart condition or blood clots, you're not going to agree. Right? I mean, how does this work? And this is the stuff where the, the, the debate just goes on and on. But I would just simply say, let, let this guy go his way. Let him continue to peddle his propaganda if he wants. But we're going to tell the truth. Okay, National Vaccine Information Center highlighting this. Why do you got to go to the National Vaccine Information Center? Where's the rest of the media? Where's the rest of the media on this, Kurt? They should be telling you, hey, there's heart problems tied to this thing. But see, they're not willing to even tell you about that, Kurt.
2: Well, it would make them have egg on their face, Sam, since they're so, you know, pro vaccine and pro I mean, you got there was one story I was looking for and I thought I saved it, but anyway, it's where, you know, like if you go to a ball game uh and you're vaccinated, it's gonna cost you like thirteen bucks, but if you're unvaccinated they wanna charge you a thousand. I'm like, woo, Yeah, so it's a Florida concert owner. I got this story. It's a Florida concert owner. I couldn't remember. It's a
1: Florida concert, what they call promoter, I guess. Says he's trying to get fence sitters off the fence by charging people who haven't been vaccinated for COVID-19. More than 50 times as much as others. Tickets for the June 26th concert in St. Petersburg, Florida, headlined by punk rockers, they call it teenage, I don't know, block Harriet. It'll be 18 bucks, Kurt, for the vaccinated and $999.99 for everyone else. I'm not denying entry to anybody. The promoter, in my opinion, lies. That's what he says, though. His name is Paul Williams, per the Washington Post. Um, But he says, um, I'm just offering a discount for those who are doing the right thing, Kurt. And uh, this is where you go. See, wait a minute. This is the definition of the deep state. Why do they have to force people to do these things, Kurt, if it's so good and honorable and right and backed by science and stable? And why do they have to go to these kind of extreme levels? So you prove your vaccine card, they'll drop the cost from $999 to $18 just for you, buddy.
2: Yeah, just imagine, Sam, if we decided to have a concert and we told people that... You know, if you wear a MAGA hat, you can get in for ten bucks. But if you don't, you get in for a thousand. Now, just, just, you know, you think that would get any coverage? You think anybody'd be upset about that? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that would be some big AP news. You know, they'd go after you in harm. Yeah, but here's the difference, they,
1: Kurt. We're not trying to force our agenda.
2: Good point. Right?
1: We're not trying to force our agenda. We're not doing that kind of stuff. They are, though. And that's the whole point that I bring up is, wait a minute. Anyway, there you have it. Hour one in the can. Hour two coming up. Sam and Kurt have a lot more for you. Hang tight. This is your news. The network reviews to use radio station. Our goal to promote God, family, and country. We have a very clear agenda to protect life, liberty, and property. We need your funding. LibertyRoundTable.com. LovingLiberty.net. net. Please fund us every penny will be used to promote our presence in the media thanks for being alongside for sam and kurt we declare we the people along with the grace of the almighty can and will restore america but you gotta get involved choose the right and make a difference will you please we declare this nation shall endure god save the republic of the united states of america
0: live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West. you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio.
1: Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans, Sam Bushman, live on your radio, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. This is the broadcast for June 1st in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our two of two. And our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio. So since the vaccines came out, they've been telling you they're safe and effective, but they don't even know what the long-term effects are. It's experimental gene therapy. It's not a vaccine at all. But I digress. Now the CDC, they say, is investigating cases of heart inflammation after the COVID-19 vaccinations. So now they've got blood clots, heart inflammation. Uh, women are also saying it's messing with their menstrual cycles, etc. Kurt, I don't know how they can literally say there's no real side effects to this thing with that going on. I just I, I just don't understand how they can make these claims openly when you can say, well, we vaccinated a lot of people, Sam. My response is, yeah. But what percentage gets reported, what percent gets blamed on the vaccine? How much denial around the vaccine when you have a problem is there? Not only is there heart problems, not only is there Uh, blood clot problems uh, but people have been dying as well and people have been having other problems Uh, even in Utah we heard about this athlete that had a problem with this how do they run around in 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 good faith and honesty and say hey these are safe and effective Kurt I just don't see how you can say that Um, I guess it's safe and effective if you're not one of the ones that it's not safe and effective for what gives sir
2: Great point, Sam. Um, you know, and I see the headline from the Epic Times. The headline reads The New York Knicks li- to limit ticket sales to vaccinated people require proof for entry. Um, you know, and Ivan Pinta, Pinta of. It got He's got the uh, piece there. But, you know, they announced this, uh, I guess, just a few days ago, that if the team advances to the next round of NBA playoffs, it would offer tickets exclusively to fans vaccinated against the CCP virus and require proof of vaccination for entry. They revealed the requirements alongside an announcement that Game 5 of its playoff series against the Atlanta Hawks has sold out. Um, you know, I guess the two games, anyway, the bottom line is, uh, you know, there's more and more of this, uh, you know, forced vaccination coming your way, it looks like, huh, Sam? At least if you want to participate in some of these things, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's all about participation, but they only want you to participate under certain conditions, Kurt. So by the time you take the New York passport, by the time you take the Oregon agenda, the Hawaii agenda, uh, et cetera, you kind of got to wonder, where are we going to go with this? Is it going to be? You're a second-class citizen if you don't get the vaccine or have a vaccine card, Kurt?
2: Well, you've got, uh, I don't know for sure, but I do know that, uh, like the headline here reads from World Ed Daily, store faces backlash after showing off anti-vax star of David badges. Uh, it's under the section called Shot Hurt Round the World. Hurt, not H-E-R-D-H-E-R-D. H-U-R-D. Uh, sub-headline, unacceptable and completely insensitive. Uh, it's WorldNet Daily News Services, they say. Uh, woman Sports This shows a picture of a Star of David with the message, not vaccinated at a hat shop in Nashville Tennessee and uh they say this Nashville hat shop that sported these yellow patches resembling the star of david um you know if you're wondering where this comes from um isn't that what they would put on sam uh in the nazi era uh to show that they were uh, i guess they were labeled the jews that way or whatever yes, uh, but uh-huh. anyway uh Uh, They say that uh, this group there, uh, Stetson and Gorin Brothers, are two prominent hat companies there, said they were cutting ties with a Nashville shop called Hat Works uh, because the Nashville hat shop uh, has these uh, Star of David patches that say not vaccinated. Yeah, if they don't cut ties, then they'll be beat up by the... uh, woke crowd. uh, Stetson, they say, condemns anti-Semitism and discrimination of any kind. Uh, But isn't it discrimination, Sam, if you force people to uh, have a vaccine or else they can't participate in like your events, etc.? You know, wouldn't you say? Seems like it is to me anyway. Um, I guess in other, you know, kind of related news, there's a... uh, um, Uh, At least I was looking for it in the good news section. It looks like Governor uh, DeSantis is going against the uh, cruise line companies. Did you see that? Well, yeah, and I
1: appreciate it. The problem is that the cruise lines are international in scope. And, uh, you know, Ron is only
2: in Florida, right, Kurt? Well, that's right, but Florida has a big part of that whole cruise line deal. Uh, the headline from uh, Taylor Pinley from the Western Journal, that's uh, you know moved on and promoted by the WorldNet Daily boys, says DeSantis won't bow down to cruise lines while, in he will enforce Florida law against vaccine passports. Uh, They say uh, Governor Ron DeSantis down there in Florida has once again reiterated his devotion to freedom as COVID-19 vaccine passports remain a hot-button issue. He's now standing firm in opposing cruise ship guidelines requiring passengers to provide proof of vaccination. And he remains uh, determined to enforce Florida's new law that bans vaccine passport requirements. He says uh, we're going to enforce Florida law. That's what he said during a news conference. Uh, According to WPLG-TV, you don't say pass laws and then not enforce it against giant corporations. That doesn't work that way. Uh, He issued an executive order establishing the vaccine passport ban April 2nd. Uh, not April 1st, that would have been April Fool's Day, but anyway, he signed the law banning such passports on May 3rd. Both the executive order and the law, which goes into effect on July 1, supposedly conflict with CDC guidelines, stating that cruises may resume under strict health and safety protocols. Uh, They also, according to the story, says they conflict with Celebrity Cruise's decision to set Sail from Port Everglades with 98 percent of the ship's crew and 95 percent of its passengers vaccinated, according to WPLG. Uh, Desantis, they say, remains unwavering in his conviction, saying cruise lines will break Florida law if they require proof of vaccination. So uh, you know, there's there's a little bit of that uh, uh, battle going on, huh, Sam? In my opinion, it's righteous necessary pushback, Kurt,
1: because the problem is there's not science for this stuff. And there's not um, case precedent. The Supreme Law of the Land, Kurt, the Constitution, doesn't allow you just to lock people down because of vaccines. Now, you could say the cruise lines are private and they can do what they want, but I don't know what to say about this, Kurt. You know, Florida Governor Cruise Lines at odds. I commend the Florida governor, he says that the cruise ships are not immune. And he's not wavering from his anti-vaccination passports. I I commend him. Good degree so more. I guess Norwegian Airlines they... are threatening
2: Ron DeSantis now, too, Kurt. Did you see this? <laughs> no, I didn't see that one, but uh, I'm not they surprised. They they'll move to There's home ports in other the...
1: states if you don't cooperate, Ron.
2: Well, I think, uh, you know, that that somebody will be glad to go there and take care of those uh, folks who, you know, want a little bit of freedom. Don't you think, Sam? Yes. I think so. Anyway, I'm
1: liking Ron more and more, Kurt.
2: I agree. Yeah, he's uh, been doing a good work, I think, as far as I he hasn't been as
1: friendly to Trump as I would like to see.
2: Well, uh, at least I haven't seen any real problems there, but I guess maybe I didn't. I didn't see some story about it that you're talking about. Uh, but I did see this one. Uh, Zuckerberg, they say, uh, according to WorldNetDaily, uh, paid millions for leftists to work on the 2020 election. And Zuckerberg, if you don't know who he is, when you use a fake book, you fund that guy. Uh, and this is in the social disease section at WorldNetDaily. And the subheadline reads officials turned over massive responsibilities to activists. And, uh, yeah, I guess uh, they say in the months leading up to November's election, voting officials in major cities and counties worked with a progressive group funded by Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg and its allies to create ballots, strategically target voters, and develop cure letters in situations where mail-in ballots were in danger of being tossed out uh there it's called the Center for Tech and Civic Life or CTCL they provided millions of dollars, or Zuckerberg did, or you did, with uh, your support of book, uh, in private funding for the elections that came from a $350 million donation from Zuckerberg and his wife, Priscilla Chan. The CD, CTCL gave COVID-19 response grants of varying amounts to 2,500 municipalities in 49 states. I guess that's not uh, vote. Fraud, though, is it, Sam? Nah, very strange.
1: Now, let me explain to you how the news kind of spins this about Ron DeSantis. I think Ron's right as rain, but let me explain how the mainstream press pitches this, Kurt. Headline says this Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is being slammed for forcing cruise ships to take unvaccinated passengers. See, now Ron's the force guy, Kurt. All right, let's hang tight. We want to talk about this a little bit. It's all how you spin it. It's all who's in charge of the media on what information you get, right? Hang tight.
0: The Spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine.
8: The cat
5: Now, Mr. and Mrs. uh, Sir Galahad, what seems to be the problem?
7: Well, it's just not working.
5: She's been very unrealistic. Really?
7: Ever since he rescued me from the dragon, we've been drifting apart. That's not true. We were supposed to live happily ever after. Now, this
5: isn't a fairy tale.
7: At first, he was gallant and chivalrous, opening doors for me, holding my chair, taking my arm.
5: All right, I'm not as young as I used
6: to
7: be. He simply isn't the man who swept me off my feet.
6: Well, you're not as young as you used to be.
7: (laughs) Mr. Sir Galahad.
6: Had. Maybe if you started by just holding Mrs. Sir Galahad's
5: hand when you're together. Really? Yes. Try it. Okay. All right. Go on. Take her hand. Careful, little oil.
8: Marriage. You're never too far apart when you're still holding hands. From your neighbors, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.
6: Now look into each other's eyes. That's right. Raise
7: your visor. Oh, the blue dear. Yeah.
8: For more tips on strengthening your marriage, visit family.mormon.org.
0: Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio.
1: So I almost don't even know how to respond to this uh, headline, Kurt. Um, aprox.com is the website that's spinning this. Uh, and they basically are saying that Ron is forcing these cruise ships to take vaccinated or unvaccinated people. And then they go on to say this. Listen to this, Ron DeSantis seems to want cruise ships, passengers to get sick. He wants to fine each person $5,000 who tries to demand proof of vaccination before boarding. And so then they have all these comments on this liberal page or whatever. It's like, oh my gosh, these ships are petri dishes for vector of illness and stuff. One of the best ways to get everybody sick is just force them all into the same boat and Kurt, it's all topsy-turvy about who's forcing who now. Now they say, you know, Ron DeSantis is the guy forcing everything. He's forcing everybody to get sick, forcing all these different things. And um, It used to be the opposite. It's all about spin, Kurt, I guess. This is where the media matters so much on how you report things, Kurt, and what you say.
2: Well, and it goes to the point that you've always taught us, Sam, and that is uh, he who owns the media makes the rules, uh, you know, and uh, so that's so important uh, how you twist things, how you, you know, your spin on it, if you will, and that's what you're seeing here, right?
1: Excellent. All right, what do you got next, Kurt?
2: You know, uh, Sam, I was wanting to bring up, uh, I mentioned a little bit last hour, um, my conversation with a guy, um, and I thought it might be interesting just to kind of uh, hear that. Do you do you remember my mentioning of it last hour? Say what this is again. Well, so when I sell honey, I, you know, occasionally do some, you know, kind of, scary stuff to some folks and that is i put up uh you know like the united states flags and you know that kind of thing uh up there and then i've even got some of the ones that say stop the steal uh flags and i even now I have some cool uh signs that people can buy that say trump won democrats cheated you know <laughs> and so uh I I got in response to this uh, recently, I got a uh, a guy who basically, uh, you know, he he called me and left this message and he says, uh, Kurt, this is Troy calling and I'm calling to let you know that I passed your honey stand every day on the way home and I wish I could stop and buy some honey, but I can't get quite past those dumb flags, I have to tell you. Uh, he says, I'm a lifetime Republican. I will always be Republican. That election was not stolen. It was legitimate. And for us to continue spreading lies like that just don't make any sense. And I'm sure you're a good guy. And I'm sure you would want to sp- would not want to spread lies. But it is why, if they uh, stopped the steal, it was never stolen. Like, to stop the steal. Stop the lies, but I don't want this uh, to sound hostile. It's not. uh, I respect your views, and I just want you to know that I haven't been able to bring any, uh, bring myself to buy anything from you because I can't get past uh, your marketing about the uh, stop the seal sign. I got a simple response for Troy. (laughs) All right, you can do one one of two things, my friend.
1: Well, you can agree to disagree agreeably and just say, hey, I disagree with Kurt on that point, but I'm sure we agree on way more than we disagree on, which is what I would recommend. Go buy mm-hmm. honey. You know, just politely express your views to Kurt and say, I don't really believe the election was stolen. And I know you do, but I want you to think about it. I don't believe that. And you know, you can either bring it up politely or you can not say a word about it and agree to disagree on it. Buy honey from mm-hmm. Kurt. That would be the recommendation that I would encourage because you don't have to agree with everybody. In fact, I mean, how much do you agree with Walmart when you go in there? troy how much do you agree with you know i can go on down the list right how much do you agree with bill gates when you run his software how much do you okay so you know how much do you agree with say uh, a radio station if they run rush limbaugh and you agree with all that but then they run another talk show host that you completely disagree with later in the day or you watch tv and they have something you know you watch a jazz game but on that same station later they have you know other radio or talk you know tv shows you disagree with or whatever You can agree to disagree agreeably, and you can be polite about it, or you can just simply go your merry way then. Don't keep driving by the stand and wishing you could buy honey. Go buy honey somewhere else. Now, I don't really personally think that's the best choice, but I'm just saying if you're that in turmoil about it, maybe that's what you need to do to reduce your stress levels, you know? Uh, But understand that there are different people that have different views, and that's one of the, in my opinion, blessings and geniuses of America. You don't have to agree with Kurt.
2: Right. Kurt doesn't agree with me on everything. Good point, Sam. It's okay, isn't uh, it, Kurt? Well, I think so. And I I wrote him back, I mean, because he had left me that message, you know, and it's it's, uh, Siri trying to transcribe it. So it's not perfect, but, you know, I thought it was, you know, good. Uh, So I wrote back, I said, you know, in a text back to him, I said, thanks for your message. Would you mind telling me the reasons that you feel that the election was not stolen? so he says sure there's no documented proof that the election was mishandled or lost due to fraud we had a president who had alienated more than half of the population with his extreme ideas and thoughts of exclusion. Like I said, I'm a lifetime Republican, a true believer in Reagan Republicanism. We need to stop making false accusations and villainizing our political opponents and go back to getting things done for the country. Polarization accomplishes absolutely nothing. But it did cost us this recent election. Going back to Reagan, he was a man of principle, who also recognized the need for compromise in order to accomplish objectives. He was able to compromise with Tip O'Neill, of all people, without compromising his values. In doing so, he lifted our country from the terrible years of Jimmy Carter, with outrageous inflation and loss of American power abroad, The election was not stolen, it was squandered by a president who didn't recognize the need to acknowledge that other people might have good ideas. Can't blame it on the liberal press because the conservative press has almost as much strength. It's simply people like me who became disenchanted with the president who put his own personal interests and ego ahead of the country. I've never seen a more divisive individual take office who lives on lies and perpetuates them to a constituency over whom he enjoys a mysterious hypnotic effect. What you really got is a swamp monster Republican Trump hater going on here. Uh, well, that's what I see. And, then and, he and, said and a here's my response to him though. before I respond. We, yeah.
1: Well, and yeah. I want I want to hear what he has to say. But I would say this though: he has every right to not like Trump. He has every yeah. right to, you know, support the Republicanism that he believes in—Ronald Reagan, etc. Um, but yeah. I would ask him how close his, uh, what do you want to call it, Republican allies are, you know, carrying out the Republican platform compared to how much Trump is carrying out the Republican platform. And I would submit to you, like or dislike Trump, believe he's a polarizing figure, think what you choose, but I submit to you that Trump is carrying out the Republican platform more so than almost every Republican with national stature today. I would defend Trump in that way. Uh, And and so I just want to know for this guy, hey, if you're a Republican but you hate Trump, and you think Trump is like the end of the world or whatever for Republicans, what about all your other Republicans? And we can go on down the list, right? How many of them are really backing the platform that he uh, explains that he really loves? And I see that that most of these Republicans are far afield. Mike Lee's probably closer. Donald Trump, quite closer. Rand Paul's a lot closer. But they're all friends. Doesn't that tell you something as well? So, you know, what, what gives here? I don't get it. And I would engage with him, and I want to hear your engagement with him, but I'm just making a point about that in defense of President Trump. Because he's not just a divider and a hater and everything. How much of that divisiveness is from guys that won't buy honey from Kurt because Kurt likes Trump? Okay, this is what I mean about the never-Trumpers. They get so extreme, so in-your-face, so hostile to where now Trump's ruined the country single-handedly. No, it's not your Republicans that have ran us off the rails, ran us off the road for decades on end, betraying their platform. It's Donald. See that? It's just, it's not genuine. It's not honest. Because let's use the platform for the guide, and who adheres to the platform more, Mike Lee, Rand Paul, Donald Trump, or these other jokers that are moderate and mainstream? Uh, Maybe the Romneys, you think those are the Republicans we want to follow? See, this is what I'm talking about, the pro-death Republicans? Okay, Mm -hmm. we've got to really call a spade a spade, and I don't mean to to be rude to this gentleman, but I do mean to kind of set the record straight a little bit, Kurt. Go ahead.
2: And he finishes, he says, uh, I want my party back. It was a party of integrity and truth, and we won elections based on that. By the way, I also love bees and honey. I hope your business is flourishing. My response after the pause, if you want it, Sam.
1: Amen. That sounds perfect. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live nationally syndicated radio program.
0: Liberties, you're listening to Liberty News Radio.
5: USA Radio News with Lance Pride.
6: A conservative group representing small businesses say Major League Baseball's decision to move its All-Star game out of Atlanta because of politics displays Commissioner Rob Manfred caved into wokeism and had no clue what was in the Georgia voter integrity law. Cincinnati Reds minority owner Ken Blackwell on Fox Business.
1: That these reforms were suppressive and repressive and now what he's starting to realize was that he didn't do his homework uh, and he led baseball down i think a hundred million dollar catastrophe
6: the group founded by home depot co founder bernie marcus plans to file a lawsuit in manhattan federal court tuesday morning alleging that major league baseball's decision has injured atlanta's small business community british intelligence services are now reporting the theory that covid-19 leaked from a lab in china is feasible both the united states and britain are stepping up calls for the world health organization to do its job usa radio news
9: let's see if something costs less but people are happier with it. That sounds like something to look into, and that's Medishare. Maybe you've heard switching to Medishare to pay for healthcare can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch. Too, the customer satisfaction rate for Medishare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. Very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need, 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE, 833-34-BIBLE.
6: Calls of genocide is leading some lawmakers to punish companies that support the Chinese Winter Games. Dan Araki from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau reports.
3: Two lawmakers have introduced a bill that would ban American companies that sponsor the 2022 Winter Olympic Games in Beijing, China, from contracting with the federal government. Florida Republican Mike Waltz co-sponsored the bill with New Jersey Democrat Tom Malinowski, who explains to CNN why he believes that their bill is necessary.
7: I just don't think it's appropriate to hold the Olympics in a country that's committing a genocide. That's, you know, this is in some ways worse than 1936 in, in that respect. And what our bill does, it doesn't force the athletes to boycott. I don't want them to lose this experience. But it would put pressure on the U.S. corporate sponsors of the game by saying that, they can't contract with the U.S. government if they sponsor these
3: games. A recent report from the State Department accused China of committing a genocide against the Muslim Uyghur people in its Xinjiang region.
6: You're listening to USA Radio News.
0: Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable.
1: All right, back with you live. Sam Bushman, Kurt Crosby, live on your radio. Kurt was telling you a story. Uh, he's really a corresponding back and forth with a, uh, what do you want to call it, Kurt, a customer? Do you call that customer?
2: Well, you know, a, a, you know, a potential a customer. guy who says he was going to be a customer, and we never a hopeful that customer. done. But, yeah, that's right. Uh, and, and that's why I uh, you know, say so he can
1: agree to disagree and be agreeable, and he can just uh, you know say, hey, I don't agree with everybody everywhere I go, but he can still support Kurt and buy raw honey. And maybe Kurt and um, this guy can have a discussion, and they may or may not agree, but they can at least come to a respectful understanding and just agree that it's a difference of opinion. Right, Kurt?
2: right and after he gives me this big list of uh, you know responding to my request about why he feels that the election was not stolen you know uh i say well thanks very much are you open to looking at information with the proof of the stealing of the election and uh, you know his response is sure i'm willing to read as long as it is purely fact-based I've done research beyond a few things in a couple of states. There is no evidence of any fraud that may have tipped the election. I have lost one election and won three others. The one that I lost was not stolen, and the three that put me in office were not stolen. Common everyday citizens do the counting in most places. I trust Americans. So anyway, in response, I sent him a WorldNet Daily piece with the headline that says, Rand Paul, colon, 2020 election fraud never fully reviewed by courts. Uh, sub-headline, Senator says judges have been hesitant to get involved by Bob Unruh. Now, and I know this will shock you, Sam, but um, in response um, to that and uh, when I sent him the uh, home.frankspeech.com, which is taking you to Absolute Interference, which is the sequel to Absolute Proof from Mike Lindell with new evidence that the foreign and domestic enemies used computers to hack the 2020 election. So I sent him both of those links. And I know this will shock you, but the response after that from him has been, nothing i because i even uh, responded after i sent him those and never heard back i said thanks for taking your time to communicate with me about these very important issues may god bless america and then the next day since i didn't hear anything back from him at all i thought maybe he needed time to digest some of that i just said good morning uh and nothing. And I said, after you have taken the time to evaluate the information I've shared with you, would you consider being a guest on a radio program? Still nothing, Sam. So I guess, uh, you know, he's just, uh, what, AWOL now. He just doesn't want to talk anymore. He, he was pretty talkative at first, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, and what I also find interesting is this. We're willing to openly discuss it with him, as you've wisely pointed out. He could join us on the radio program and discuss this. Uh, But you know what? Others claim there's vote fraud as well, not just us, Kurt. Okay, so let's not pretend this is just Donald Trump and, you know, whacked out Kurt and Sam that believe in President Trump. What happens if you go to Google Chrome, Kurt, and just type in vote? V-O-T-E space fraud, F-R-A-U-D. And you only type those two words into Google. What do you get? Mm. Voter well, fraud, the there's... Heritage Foundation, comes up at the very top. Mm-hmm. All right? And so then it talks about Congress, and the state should guarantee that no one's vote is stolen or eluded. Voter fraud is real. So now this is the... Um, Heritage Foundation, they're not a small think tank in Washington, Kurt. We've been to their organization. They're Mm -hmm. friends of ours, okay? Yep. Okay, cnsnews.com. Here's what election fraud deniers don't want you to know. All right? Here are many examples of voter fraud. Is the third one in the 2020 U.S. elections. Database swells to 1,285 proven cases of voter fraud. Heritage.org. Georgia, potential vote fraud case handed to prosecutors. Now, why are we handing no evidence of vote fraud to prosecutors, according to Yahoo News? Let me just ask you that question. Why are we doing that, sir? Atlanta Associated Press. Georgia election officials say they're referring for possible criminal prosecution in the potential voter fraud case involving a group linked to one of the state's new, and then it goes on. Okay, but so how can we be having the Associated Press, Yahoo News, Heritage Foundation, CNS News, okay? I don't get it. Actually, there is evidence of vote fraud, says Real Clear Politics. All right. Now, how about the New York Post? NYPost.com. Headline Political Insider Explains Voter Fraud with Mail In Ballots. Biden even says in a video that he's created voter fraud. Fox News. Den- Democratic nominee Joe Biden says his team has created the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. It's in a video. What's up with this, Kurt? I mean, it's headline after headline, source after source. How many do you want? Wow. It's crazy. 8. Arizona 8. looking into it big time. Why is it? Because there's nothing there. I, I don't really get it. I don't. I don't really understand how these people can say there's zero evidence of voter fraud. Even if you agree disagree with the evidence, you can't say that the evidence isn't there. Can you? In all honesty. I mean, it's amazing. Now, here's Joe. Oh, I don't know if I can play this. I can't play a soundbite, can I? I'll have Cameron get this soundbite. I'll put it in the folder for Cameron, and he can play this again here um, after the pause. We'll see how quick we can get this to him. But, Kurt, this evidence is everywhere. I don't understand what this guy's talking about. Well, and, okay, I put um, Joe Biden's just, vote fraud uh, in a folder for you, Cameron, and tell me when you've got that. Go ahead, Kurt.
2: In a related story from the Washington Examiner, uh, you know, the headline reads, "Sydney Powell says Trump can simply be reinstated Kaylin Deese has the piece, says attorney Sidney Powell, who's being sued by Dominion Voting Systems for spreading allegedly defamatory claims about the 2020 election, insisted on Saturday former President Donald Trump could simply be reinstated as president and fill the rest of Joe Biden's term. Powell's remarks were made at a right, they say right wing conference in Dallas on Saturday called the Forgotten Country Patriot Roundup, which also featured retired General Michael Flynn, Trump's former national security advisor, who has echoed the former president's claims of widespread voter fraud in the November election as a guest speaker. Um, I guess uh, Powell went on to say there are cases where elections have been overturned, but there's never been one at the presidential level, which everybody will jump to point out, that doesn't mean it can't be done she says, uh, earning loud applause from an audience, quote, it should be that he can simply be reinstated that a new inauguration date is set. Um, anyway, uh, that's kind of at least related kind of stuff, uh, at least to me and a little bit of new news from, uh, Sidney Powell there, even if it is from, a. Well, MSN is bringing it forward, so they're getting their twist on it. But at least she's uh, working on it there. So there you have it, Kurt. Uh, Let's go back to
1: the Joe Biden thing. Let's play the soundbite where Joe's literally on video saying he's committed vote fraud. Here it is.
3: We have put together, I think,
1: the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics, what? That's your president of the United States who should probably be in jail right now for a statement like that, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, this is literally insane, right? I don't even know how to respond to it. It's so bad, Kurt.
2: Well, you're exactly right, Sam. And uh, maybe this uh, guy that sent me all those uh, nice little messages—he would understand uh, when maybe President Biden tells him that there's boat fraud, and uh, you know, so many of the Democrats were jumping on the boat fraud, um, you know, deal before. As well, now um, one guy kind of uh, oh summed it all up when he had a little interview with President Trump lately, and he said. Here's how Trump can save the nation before 2024.
1: All right, let's talk about that coming up. I also got another soundbite to play. This is Liberty Roundtable Live.
4: Worldwide, nations have been stripped of their rights and freedoms to make their own choices in life. Choices are made for them by their government. Insane, isn't it? Attend Red Pill Expo 2021, June 5th and 6th at the Monument Convention Center in Rapid City, South Dakota. Can't make it to Rapid City? The Expo will be live streamed and archived should you miss any of it. Red Pill Expo is the major public event of Red Pill University. The mission of the Expo and the University is to bring together world-class experts to set the record straight on fake narratives, fake history, and fake news. At each and every Red Pill Expo, truth seekers unite to get a better understanding Understanding of how the world really works, a world where collectivism reigns. It's time for individualism and an open mind. Mark your calendars and make your plans now to attend Red Pill Expo 2021. Get more details and register today at redpillexpo.org.
3: I have a question Can a nation conceived in liberty? carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens. Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? I believe that great nations and great civilizations spring from a people who have a moral compass. I don't think a civilization can long endure that does not have respect for all human life, born and not yet born. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate, and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch, and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life.
0: With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show.
1: Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sadly, we continue to talk about vote fraud. There's the deniers, and then there's the folks who believe it's real, and the debate rages on. But I just played you a soundbite where Joe Biden admits to vote fraud. He says he's built one of the biggest vote fraud apparatuses uh, in America. That's Joe Biden himself. Now listen to Barack Obama and Donald Trump battle out the vote fraud debate, before Donald even became president, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to this. Cameron? I'd
6: Mr. Trump to stop whining
8: and go try to make his case to get votes.
7: The press has created a rigged system.
6: They even want to try and rig the election. Well, I tell you what, it, it helps in Ohio that we got uh, Democrats in charge of the
1: machines. And poisoned the mind of so many of our voters.
3: At the polling booths where so many cities are corrupt. And voter fraud is all too common. And then they say,
1: Oh, there's no voter fraud in our country. There's no voter
6: fraud. I come from Chicago. So so I want to be honest. It's not as if it's just Republicans who have monkeyed around with elections in the past. Sometimes Democrats have too. You know, whenever people are in power, they're you know, they have this tendency to try to, you know, tilt things in their direction. There's no voter fraud. You start whining before the game's even over? If, 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 if whenever things are going badly for you and you lose, you start blaming somebody else, then you don't have what it takes to be in this job.
1: All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So not only did he say, Kurt, meaning he, Barack Obama, say, uh, you know, it's helpful to have Democrats in charge of, of the machines. I didn't know that being in charge of the machines was a partisan Democrat versus Republican discussion. I thought we had good, honest people with transparency uh, in charge of the machines. But no, he blatantly tells you the Democrats are in charge of the machines, hinting that when they're not in charge, Republicans are in charge of the machines. And then he basically says that, hey, Republicans have monkeyed with elections and Democrats have too. So I don't mean to be rude to your friend Troy, but where does he get that there's no vote fraud when the last two Democrat presidents and the Republican president says there is vote fraud, Kurt? I don't really understand, so my headline says this, thoughts from Troy. Troy refuses to purchase raw honey from Kurt because they disagree on politics. How's that?
2: Very good, Sam. As usual, you're right on target. And by the way, uh, your production of that uh, piece is very impressive. I uh, I it's should old, send it. It's old, and I him took it out of the
1: rotation this. after the vote. But I, I maybe I need to keep running it. You know, because people don't get it yet, that's do they? Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this guy apparently doesn't. And uh, you know, do you want to send him that commercial Kurt? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe about. you should
1: say, "Hey, I I want you to have this commercial <laughs> because, um, well, Just what so I'll do is I'll put hear. both sound bites in there and. That way he can hear, you know, I mean, I don't know if he agrees with those guys. or.
2: Well, probably more Obama than, uh, you know, than Trump, but, right? But when yeah. Joe
1: and and they both say it, Kurt, when yeah, I, mean, I just. Good point. I mean, you've got Donald, Joe, and mm-hmm. Barack, all three in the soundbites there. I don't really know how to tell you there's more vote fraud than all those guys talking about it and admitting it and saying it. What more do you want? Well, know? that's
2: exactly right. In, in a related story out of Arizona, the Epic Times got this piece. The headline says 50% of Maricopa County ballots have been counted. Over a million ballots have been counted down there. That's, uh, that's 2.1 million ballots in the uh, county that were cast last year. They say the progress on counting has quickened with about 200,000 ballots counted since May 27th. You know, two or three days ago, the audit, they say, which started in April, includes reviewing the ballots in addition to machines used in the election. The audit was ordered by the Arizona Senate, which is controlled by Republicans. It's taking place at Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Phoenix. Auditors currently expect to be done by the end of June. So another month, they say, former Arizona Republican Secretary of State Ken Bennett The liaison for the audit acts as the go-between for the Senate and the audit team. His team also announced that there will be a third shift added to the review. Um, auditors have for weeks been trying to add another shift, but had struggled to onboard enough people to fill the slots required to man a third shift. Kelly Ward, chairwoman of the Arizona GOP, that's the Republican Party, if, if you don't know, said the progress in the audit is in large part due to more volunteer counters in place. um, she said, the tax on the audit have never waned. We can only expect them to continue and to ramp up considerably as we get closer to the end of ballot counting. That's what she said in a video statement. Republicans generally support the audit while Democrats generally oppose it. Hmm. Surprise. Wait a minute. Except Dem- for the
1: Republican that you're talking to.
2: Yeah. Good point. Uh, is, he, is he with the <laughs> Democrats? Hold on. Is he with the Apparently. Democrats? Apparently. Is
1: a Republican guy?
2: Well, he just wants us to move on and all that kind of stuff and that's just Move on to deal. what? Yeah. Move on to uh, more vote fraud if you ask me. But anyway, uh piece right. says Democrats tried to block the process, but a judge ruled against them saying that they had not presented substantive proof of security and privacy allegations. Okay, so wait, stop, Secretary- stop stop stop.
1: Now you have yes. a judge saying you have not proven that there's not vote fraud. And you've not proven systems secure enough to make sure there's no vote fraud. Therefore, the judge says, I don't know if there's vote fraud or not, but I would say that's far from no proof.
2: (laughs) That's exactly right, Sam. Arizona Secretary of State Katie Hobbs, a Democrat, has told Maricopa County not to use any machines that were audited in the future. You know, because they would be... Bad machines, you know. The ballot counting update came I got after idea, officials. Kurt. Yes.
1: What if we just use no machines in the future?
2: At all. Yeah, about a piece of paper and a pencil. Hmm. You know old-fashioned machine, right, Sam? Uh, Anyway, they say uh, the ballot counting update came after officials said the Arizona Senate is considering hiring a California-based nonprofit to analyze ballot images in order to create a third set of numbers to compare to the original tabulation and the one that will come from the hand count at the Coliseum. Bennett told the Epic Times that the firm is called Citizens Oversight was brought to the attention of the Senate by John Brakey, a Democrat who co-founded Audit USA and is working as Bennett's assistant during the audit. Hmm, Democrat and a Republican working together to try to figure out the vote fraud? Hmm, I guess. I don't know why, because according to my buddy, there's no vote fraud, huh, Sam?
1: That is correct. Weird stuff, ladies and you know, gentlemen. The battle rages on. I've got two stories for you to end the hour. A good news piece and a bad news piece. Which do you want first, Kurt? Bad news? Do you want on think... good news?
2: Okay, Sam. That's good.
1: All right. The children's series, I guess it's a cartoon called Blue's Clues. It released a music video now on YouTube Friday featuring drag queens Transgender children with breast scars to kind of prove that they had sex changes, as well as same-sex couples. They call it Happy Pride Month, Kurt. So that's the bad news. It's in the cartoons now, so blatant, so in-your-face, same-sex couples everywhere promoting, uh, you know, what they call Pride Month, Happy Pride Month. And what's interesting to me is pride now is perversion. Got it? That's the bad news where we used to have pride in God, family, and country, pride in our nation, pride in, you know, those who made godly choices. Now pride is, well, the word gay was stolen from us. used to mean be happy. Now the word pride is stolen from us. What's next, right? But here's the good news. A Virginia public school board member voted against a proclamation on Tuesday that would recognize June as Pride Month. Reason? Because children should be learning about sex education from their parents and not from their teachers. So there you have it, Kurt. I don't know how to really say it, but between those two articles, it certainly sums up the debate on this, doesn't it, sir?
2: That's a great point. And uh, to go along with it, Joe Kovacs got a piece that says, Parents at posh school horrified over lessons teaching young children to touch themselves. He says it's pure indoctrination, and I guess it's an elite New York City school where they pay 50 grand a year for the kids to be there, and, uh, you know, they talk about uh, touching themselves for pleasure. Um, I mean, school sure changed since I was a kid, Sam, um, you know, and... <laughs> I mean, this is talking about six-year-old kids and, uh, you know, these people paying 50 grand. And some people are, you know, kind of feeling like they don't want to be there. One lady says, we're furious. We were horrified to learn this was shown to our first grade six- and seven-year-old kids without our knowledge or consent. But it's so hard to fight back because you'll get canceled and your child will suffer. Yeah, Yeah, I don't really get without your consent. You put your
1: kid in that by choice and spend 50 grand? It's a lot of consent if you ask an ignorant person like me.
2: That's right. In the good news section for me is the uh, Wayne Allen Root piece right in the World Net Daily where it says how Trump can save the nation before 2024. And he brings up something we've talked about before, but he did an interview with the president and told him how all he's got to do is run for the House in uh, Florida, get elected, and then become the Speaker of the House and then really – you know get some of those investigations going on and he could basically put uh Mr. Biden and a whole bunch of guys uh on trial with uh what what do they call that when they start doing the uh, well impeachments right in the house he says uh I told well, Trump I he be a, become an sir. American folk hero yeah and then uh, after that you know then he could uh, win the presidency again in 2024 but I like the uh thing that Sidney Powell says, hey, you know, when we prove the uh, fake, uh, the fraud and all that stuff, then they can just reinstall the president. So anyway, there's good news out there. We just say like Wayne L. Root says, God bless Trump. God bless America and God bless the world, Sam. Right.
1: Well, and God bless people standing up everywhere from Matt Staver to Kurt Cosby and Liberty Roundtable Live. us. You know, there's a lot of people doing a lot of good things. And part of the reason for the existence of Liberty Roundtable is to bring all these things to your attention. That's why uh, one of our early friends listening to the radio, uh, the late Adam, basically said to us, you know what, guys, you need to call it news the networks refuse to use. Uh, And I agree with that. Think about how many stories we talked about today and how much the news is covering them and how much you really get kind of the constitutional, uh, moral, I don't know if you want to say Republican, but at least a certain group of Republican view Uh, The Donald Trump view that, okay, I didn't vote for President Trump, but I uh, uh, agree when he's right on things. And I work with uh, people to the best of my ability that I agree with. And I politely, politely, I'm sorry, disagree with others. And that's okay, too. But we need to really stand tall together, ladies and gentlemen, and say, hey, you know what? What matters the most and can we work on it? And that's what this radio program is about. If you feel the same, if you want to do something to make a difference, I'm telling you, it starts with the new media taking center stage. It starts with the idea that he who owns the media makes the rules. We would love you to partner with us, call us, get involved with us, email us, and would love to learn about you and and would love to get you involved. We can save this country, but we've got a lot of work to do, folks, and I believe it starts with the media. Because if people can get alternative information and they can think for themselves and make wise choices, that's where it all starts, that and turning to God Almighty. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Thanks, Kurt.
2: Damn, good work.